Hi, are you feeling a bit low, a bit sad, like you need a warm hug? Come over to the Sweet and Sour Nuggies podcast for all your mental health needs and more. We never shun anyone away. We don't judge. We vent, we heal, we hug. So if your ears need a good hugging, then come on over to the Sweet and Sour Nuggies podcast. That's at S-S-N-U-G-G-I-E-Z pod on all socials. Linktree is linktr.ee forward slash pod as well. Come listen to us on all platforms, Spotify, Apple, Good Pods and more. Come on over, we always need an extra hug. Listener discretion is advised. This is not for the faint of heart. We deal with all topics, so just be aware. But come on over. You're always welcome. hockey and a great soundtrack slap shot that's right cue the music you're only given a little spark of madness followed mr carpenter what he saw couldn't have been a dream it was too real but it couldn't have been true either it was too deliciously frightful trying to catch yesterday old times are only good when you've had it that after night all alone daddy's all pent up let's freak you're the rational thought Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. Hello. Welcome to the FilmSpark podcast. I'm Ebony, and this week we have a special guest. First guest on the FilmSpark podcast, but um, I'm going to hand it over to them to introduce themselves. Oh, hey, what's going on, guys? It's Don. I'm sure that you, some of you that listen to this podcast remember me. <laughs> from a while back, but uh, Ebony was gracious enough to invite me on due to the content of this specific episode, so, but, uh, yeah, no, what's going on? Well, so what's going on with you? It's been a while, as you said. Oh, my God, no, there's a lot going on. Um, <laughs> obviously, I'm not, doing a, I'm not doing a podcast anymore, so that's fun. Um, you know, just a lot. Uh, not a lot I can really get into right now, <laughs> but uh, good, good, good things, good things coming down the pike. And uh, I'm still in South Bend, uh, you know, living the dream, as they say in the Midwest. One day it's 35 degrees, the next day it's 85. It so it's like Melbourne. Yeah. Well, sounds I a mean, lot like might Melbourne. as well. <laughs> might as well be, but uh. Yeah, again, thanks for having me. It's been a while since I've done a podcast that uh, any, anyone's actually put out. So it's it's a good time. So for anyone wondering why <laughs> since he doesn't have a podcast anymore, firstly, I don't care. Secondly, we are doing the movie Slapshot, which was actually recommended by Don because I was, you know, trying to figure out a movie to watch. And if anyone follows me on Twitter, then you know that I've, all of a sudden, the past year, <laughs> become a fan of 
fan of hockey, and this is very much so a hockey film, but um, more so, it's what it's been your well upbringing and everything for like forever. Like you live and breathe hockey. I mean, I started playing hockey since I was four, and I'm going to be forty this year. Granted, I don't play anymore due to, to to health issues and all that, but you know, I'm still involved with the game a lot and. I mean, this was a movie, like, honestly, <laughs> so, like, me and my best friend would watch this movie all the time, whether it be before a game or, like, just, like, just to screw around, because it, it, there's so many one-liners and so many just hockey culture references and things that go on forever. I mean, the movie came out in, like, the late 70s, from what I understand. I mean, I, I could be wrong, but the time frame, anyway. Yeah, I no, believe is the seventy-seven. So you're dead on late seventies. There you go. But yeah, I mean, I'm, I've been watching this movie forever, and just the references I make to it, and just within the hockey community itself, and the references they make to it. Um, I bet you any amount of money you can ask any NHL player, anyone that plays hockey. That's I would say from the age of mid twenties now, and my age or older. Obviously, I know now. There's Letterkenny and, you know, Shorzy. So that's kind of taken the spot to the newer generation. But, I mean, Slapshot was like the pinnacle of, like, hockey movies back then. There wasn't much else. I think you hit the nail on the head with the references because this movie's full of it. Like, it's just start to end, it's just one-liners that you can absolutely quote in everyday life. Like, it's just it's just ridiculous and chock-a-block full of them. <laughs> No, for sure. And, like, it, it's, it's one of those things where, for me, being a hockey guy, it's almost like a double-edged sword. Because I, I love the fucking movie. The movie's great. But also, like, if I were to show someone that's, like, green to hockey, I wouldn't even consider you green to hockey. Like, you, you get it. You grasp it. You understand the game. Like, you, you're, you, you're a fan. Okay? Yeah, I really well, get into it really fast. <laughs> Albeit, albeit new, you're still like you're not great. So, like, if I were to show this movie to someone that's never seen hockey before, right? And I was like, "Oh, this is hockey." Mm. Like, I feel I'd be doing them a dis- <laughs> disservice at this point. Like, they'd be like, "What the fuck is this?" But like, in the same way, it's such a cultural reference to hockey where you can ask anybody, and they're like, "What's your favorite hockey movie?" And there may be one to two, maybe three, that they'd reference. And I feel Slapshot would be one of them and would be, I would say, top two out of the three, to be honest with you. Yeah, I've got to say, if I'd watched this before getting into hockey, like, don't get me wrong, I still think it's an enjoyable film, especially with the cast. Like, I mean, what, Paul Newman amongst others and it's still entertaining but you definitely need that somewhat understanding of the game to really enjoy it like to really immerse yourself in the film yeah i mean but but then you also get the people that are like oh hockey's only fighting and that's when i kind of get a little defensive (laughs) where i'm like "Eh, no that's not it but in this movie like let's be honest (laughs) like i think that's the whole point because okay I mean, to set the scene, you got a guy, uh, you know, Paul Newman, he plays Reggie Dunlop in the film. He's the player coach of the Charleston Chiefs, right? So he's trying to save the team. He doesn't want to lose it because it's all he has. 
He doesn't. He's not married. He's got no kids. Barely has any money. Lives in a piss poor apartment. Got nothing. So all he has is this. Right. This is what he's got. So he throws in a little white lie. Right. He's like, oh yeah, we're gonna move to Florida. There's these old people in an old folks home. They're trying to buy the team. So we gotta rally up everybody. So that's what they do. Mm-hmm. Like that's uh, uh, the long and short of it is that. That is literally the plot of the movie. There's no craziness. There's nothing. But like you said, I still feel like take the hockey out of it. And I feel even just the story and how it's played out, it's still a good film. Oh, yeah. You could switch it with anything. Like, it doesn't have to be hockey. Like, you could switch it with any sport, any scenario. I mean, the main plot line is still a guy that, you know, wants his he seemed to flourish. He wants it to keep going. He doesn't want to lose it. It's all he's got. Yeah, it's still, it, you, like you said, yeah, you can switch it with any sport. I mean, it's a formula. It's one of those things you could, yeah, anything. So, I, but it's just, and especially, like, if you play hockey, like myself, like, again, we go back to the references, like, just at the beginning of the movie, um, <laughs> the goalie talking about what they call the finer points of hockey when he's talking to the, the announcer for the Chiefs, the radio guy, and he's telling them about the penalties and all this stuff. It's like, I don't know how many times I've said that playing since I was like 13. Like all that shit. That's a, like, like my favorite uh, part of the whole film is that opening sequence. <laughs> just, because, just because the guy, like to put it into reference for you guys listening, the guy that, that's being interviewed is French. So he's got this ridiculous accent trying to describe <laughs> these like moves in hockey, but he can't quite get there. So he shows the guy interviewing him by doing it on him. <laughs> so he's got yeah, but he's doing it to a guy that's on radio, and so stuff it doesn't like even that, matter. So. Well, that's, I think that's it's, what makes it even funnier, is that it is just for radio. Yeah. So it's not even... It's completely redundant. <laughs> yeah, it's ridiculous. And and I, I don't know how many times, like... I mean, I've gotten penalties in hockey, obviously, and other people, and you just say, oh, you know, I felt shame. just the the way he says it though like i encourage you to like at least just google slap uh, like on youtube just youtube slap shot finer points in hockey it's the opening scene in the movie it's the first five minutes of the flip it's so funny and it sets the whole tone it really does like you watch that first five minutes and you know exactly what you're in for for this film and like don't get me wrong like there's other tones in the movie too like so, yeah, it's hockey, and, yeah, there's that story. But then there's also, like, so there's Ned Braden, right? He's the rookie, like, the hot shot player on the team, and he's got this wife, right, that fucking doesn't want to be there, doesn't want – it's a shitty factory town. She doesn't want to be there. She thinks they're both better than this place. She drinks way too much. <laughs> she, like, it's, it's, it's one of those things where you want to see what happens and, like, you know, Reggie, Reg, Paul Newman's character tries to sleep with her. Like, it's like this whole fucking side story on top of the hockey and everything else that's going on. And then you throw in the Hanson brothers, <laughs> which are like, like those, the Hanson brothers are synonymous with hockey. Like, if you go to hockey games now, like, I remember, okay, so the actual Hanson brothers, like, I remember playing in tournaments in Canada, where these motherfuckers were, like, there signing autographs. Mm. In their jerseys. In, at, like, 55 years old. 
like shameless. Like we don't care. We're probably getting paid three hundred dollars a piece to do this. Mm. But this was the best thing we've done, so we might as well just go around and just sign autographs. But I've sort they've of, done nothing. I kind now. of feel like that's the culture of hockey, anyway. Like once again, I'm very still. I'm still fairly new to the game. Like I enjoy it, but I'm still very new to the game. And I've also yeah. only got sports here in Australia to really compare it to. Granted, I follow NBA, but that's completely different. And I find yeah, that with <laughs> with um the hockey culture and with a lot of, a lot of the hockey players, not all, but they'll still do that. Like they enjoy the fan side of it. They enjoy signing. They enjoy going around seeing what the teams are like now and stuff like that. Like they're very supportive of their team and the culture. Oh yeah. I mean, hockey culture to me and, and just being around it my whole life and like knowing people in the game and knowing people that play in the NHL now, um, everyone's very humble. Like you can, you can't really say that about other sports and I'm not trying to knock any other sports, but like in hockey, like it's tradition to like for players during warm-ups to throw pucks to players in the stands like after when they do the three stars like everyone's just so humble in hockey mm-hmm. they every team like like we were talking you know about what the rangers doing the shirts off their backs right yeah but now the rangers i think were the first team to start that now every team does that because i was just in columbus yeah when they played the rangers and they did that that night that I was there. So, like, there, it's a very interactive thing with the fans. Like, you'll never, ever see a football team or an NBA team do that. But There's it's, no it's way. It's the same here, like, here in Oz. Like, don't get me wrong, there are some teams that will throw out, like, jerseys and stuff at the end, but it's it's so different. And especially now. Like, I reckon if you'd gone 10, 15 years ago with AFL and NRL, it was very similar. Um, yeah. just because of the type of players that they had. And it was like top tier back then, especially yeah. Narelle. And they, that's what it was. They cared. They cared about the culture. Now it's all money. No one gives a shit. They don't care about the fans. They don't care about anything else. Where I feel with NHL, even something as stupid as, and I've mentioned this to you before because I still don't understand why they do it, but when the fans throw the fish out onto the fucking ice, and well, some just, teams, some teams. No, okay. not all. I know that, but in more so in relation to, if that was to happen here during any sort of sports game, it would be cut the timer. This person's in trouble. We have to replay the the play. Like it would be this whole big spiel. Where there, it's just like, like that's a huge. They thing. just like it. <laughs> I mean, it's a huge thing for teams. Like so. So to put it in perspective, and obviously we don't want to turn this into a sports podcast, but no. <laughs> um, so Detroit, they throw an octopus on the ice. That's like their big thing because someone did it some odd years ago. Mm. Nashville, they throw a catfish. Seattle now, they throw the fish because they do that at the market there and they do the, th- the fish throwing and all that. So they throw a fish on the ice. Um, there's other things that go on the ice. Uh, in Florida, they throw rats. Like rubber rats. We won't get into that. We won't get into that right now, but there's a story that I'll explain to you at a later date. But, I mean, there's tradition in hockey, and there's tradition in in all sports. But I feel like like hockey here in the States, at least in Canada, so we'll say North America, obviously. But 
I feel the tradition and the fans just outside of baseball in this country is second to none. Where you have these fan these fans that have been fans forever of these old franchises, historic franchises. And I think that's what they try to appeal to in the movie Slapshot because mm-hmm. they talk about old time hockey players. They talk about Bobby Hull and they talk about, you know, all these guys they mention in the in the movie. Uh, there's that one scene when they're breaking the Hanson brothers out of jail. And he's like, oh, I used to hang out with Bobby Hull and this, that. And the cop's like, all right, whatever, bro. But like, you know, it's the tradition. People understand that within the hockey community. And I get, you know, with baseball too. And and I think they try to touch on that in, in that movie. And yeah, there was a lot of nuances in the movie that were great. Um, all in all to me, I mean, I can't, if, if anyone asked me like, Give me, give me a hockey movie. It's either Slapshot or Miracle. Yeah. There's another one out there called Young Blood or something like that. I don't know. It's uh, who the hell is his name that's in it? I forget the actor. He was in Parks and Rec. I don't remember his name. Whatever. I wouldn't Google it. YouTube it. Whatever. <laughs> Whoever was listening, figure it out. I don't remember because I've only seen it once and I don't really care. Framework for the listeners. But, Google it. <laughs> Yeah, that's it. That's it. GTS. Google that shit. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I mean, it's. I was so happy that you wanted to watch it because, you know, now being a new hockey fan and and watching this, and I'm actually happy you liked it, and it it's just a great movie. Like it's it's a lot of fun. Like there's just a lot of fun little things in it, and now you understand. Like I've told you this before. Like I played fantasy hockey for twelve years. There's a, a character in the movie <laughs> who's like this tough guy. His name is, is, is Ogie Oglethorpe, right? <laughs> that was my fantasy hockey team name for like 12 years running. <laughs> and I had a t-shirt made. Like, that was something that we used on a regular basis. Ogie Oglethorpe. He was just this big white dude with a giant afro. Like, as 70s as you can get. I think that's another thing about this film. There's there's two things that I love about this film that aren't actually to do with hockey itself. First thing is it is so very 70s. For 1977, heading towards the 80s era, this is quintessential 70s. The looks, the talking, the hairstyles, the casually laying there with your tits out. Like, it is very 70s. Oh, there was a lot. Of, there was a lot of tits in that there movie. There is. This is very much so. There's a cult movie. Yeah, it's it, 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 and it's one of those things. Like, you know, I got to watch this movie when I was like ten years old. <laughs> and you were just no like, one oh, gave a shit. Is. <laughs> no one cared. Yeah, like I was like, oh, look, this girl, this girl's naked. Like, this is great. <laughs> ten years old, like, does nothing like seventies porn titties. Like, <laughs> that's what it was though. And 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 I mean, I don't know. It's just such a synonymous movie with hockey and someone that's been in, in hockey forever and been playing. Like, uh, I, I, I love it. I was so happy that I got you to watch it. And I'm happy, like I said before, I'm happy you liked it. So, Well, my second favorite thing about this film, <laughs> the soundtrack. This movie oh, is a fucking banger. Soundtrack or just the, the, whole the one song, song that they use? <laughs> I mean, there is, as you guys would have heard at the start, before we rec- like got this part, um, you would have heard that song at the start. And the reason I played that song at the start is because it's played like a hundred times in this film. Like Every time they show them driving the, the bus. 
Every it's the time. same fucking song. But take that out of it. There is still a lot of other bangers in this film. Like there was so huh? There was. There was a lot of good music. It's got a a really good soundtrack. (laughs) If you don't have that song stuck in your head by the end of the film, you haven't watched it. Like, you're not paying enough attention. (laughs) I have it stuck in my head now. It's only because I know you. (laughs) It's just the way it is. (laughs) But but, um, I'm always getting songs in people's heads. But, um... No, this this movie was a lot of fun and really surprising because when you first showed it to uh, or recommended it and I Googled it, I'm like, I know I like hockey, but is this just going to be boring? <laughs> like, am I not going to enjoy this? But the I swear that's comedy, everything I send you. That That's not true. Just okay. 95%. <laughs> <laughs> but um the slapstick comedy in this is like very evident like it's it's there it's a lot of fun it's ridiculous and yeah it's just yeah it's just fun i think that's the only word you can use to describe it no for sure and like like you you touched on and we both did it's just the one-liners the slapstick comedy and like the way things are just you know pop culture references and like you know the way things are said like i don't know how many times i've sat getting ready for games looked at my best friend and was like you ready to put the foil on (laughs) and no one will get that unless you see the movie but i've said it about 150,000 times and you never realize it until you're like oh shit that's (laughs) obviously from slapshot it's or when he yells, he yells at the guy. He says, "When they, when he picks up the Hansons, <laughs> he looks in the hotel room and he calls the general manager. He goes, they brought their fucking toys <laughs> because they only brought cars with them. They didn't even bring clothes. <laughs> like, they're that retarded. <laughs> like, they're, they're stupid. Yeah, they're stupid. That's just, but that's the, pers- that's the persona that they gave off. So, look, I mean... If you like hockey and you like just ridiculousness and even if you don't like hockey and you like you want to watch a fun movie that's like kind of bloody and interesting. I mean, it's kind of bloody. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you've got the comedy and you've got the violence. Like it's a win-win. <laughs> yeah, there's no losing in this movie. Like and if you like a love story, there's a couple of them. Well, yeah, there's that too. <laughs> You got to deal with some seventies boobs. It's fine. But um, I think with that being said, we've pretty much covered <laughs> pretty much everything we need to with this film. So this is definitely the best review of that film ever made. <laughs> Absolutely. There, there's no one else that there does a no review on this film. No one can review this better. That top notch, ten out of ten reviewing. So with yeah, that being said, <laughs> I'd probably give. All right, might as well end on that. Huh? On a good note here. Well, <laughs> Might as well end on a good note. We'll try. <laughs> um, <laughs> look, for me, it's a good three and a half, maybe four out of five stars. What, what's I'm going to assume you're pretty close or even higher, being one of the faves. No, I mean, I mean, I'd go four. Yeah, four and a half, like you said. I mean, for me, when I review things, like there's no, you can't. A, you just can't do a full five. And 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 B, I mean, 
it's got all the notes of a good movie, like I like we touched on. Yeah. There's blood. There's there's comedy. There's seriousness. There's good acting. A bit of love. There's yeah. It's good acting. It's it's got a touch of everything, and that you wouldn't expect when a you, you know they always say don't judge a book by its cover, mm-hmm. right? But the first thing you see when you like look at the cover of Slapshot or when you find it on a streaming service, it's just this fucking bunch of goons on the cover in glasses and slap shot and looks very 70s and it's like what the fuck is this yeah but then like you watch it and you're like oh okay this is actually kind of good and you know there's there's just funny shit and it's 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 a lot of fun honestly yeah it's definitely one of those don't judge a book by its cover movies which is great that's what you want like not knowing exactly what you're going into like, it's uh-huh. so rare these days because everything's either shown all in the trailer or it's all on the cover art. Like, you can't really Yeah, walk. they do that. But, um, they do that way too much. Yeah, that's for sure. Well, thank you for joining me. Had a lot of fun. Yeah, no, it was a pleasure. Always, <laughs> always, always welcome to come back and, and, and do something else that is not in my comfort zone. Never so, again. That's but it. Yeah. This is it. One and only. Oh, oh that's fine. <laughs> That's fine. Uh, getting used and abused as always. That's fine. I take it. It's fine. Well, I hope you guys have enjoyed this. Uh, thanks again to Don for joining me. And you'll hear from me next week when I do Monster Squad for the very first time. Ooh, another good one. Yeah. We'll see how that goes. <laughs> I'm excited for that one. All right. Thanks, guys, and enjoy your day. <laughs> Bye. listening to the film spark podcast for all your film needs and more like what you heard give us a shot follow us on spotify apple good pods and more or follow the socials at film underscore spark underscore pod you know what just follow us on everything check out the link tree linktr.ee forward slash film spark pod find us follow us give us a shout we always want to hear from you You're still here? It's over. Go home. Go.